Hey guys, and welcome to Hair Plus God. I am your host, Saida Charday, and I am extremely excited about this new journey that the Lord has allowed for me to enter into. I can't wait to see all the ways that God will bless this platform. At this time, I would like to stop and say thank you. Thank you to each and every one of our listeners today. I love that you love and support us, and I am so grateful that you clicked on our podcast today. You could have been anywhere else doing whatever you wanted to do, but you decided to click on this podcast and come kick it with me. Crazy old Taita. And let me tell you, God has been preparing me for this platform. So, you get the clean version of Crazy Old Taita. So for that, I have to say thank you, thank you, thank you. It is time to let down your hair. Sit back, grab your drink of choice. If it's a water, some coffee, some tea this morning, listen, get comfortable and enjoy today's episode. Before we begin, let us pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for being so good. You are better than good. We cannot thank you enough, even if we tried, because you have been too good to us. So God, if we had 10,000 tongues, that still won't be enough to show you how much we love and adore you. We thank you for this brand new day, a day that has never been seen before. We thank you for the witty ideas that are coming forth. We thank you for the opportunities that are opening. We thank you for the doors, hallelujah, God, that only you can open, oh God. We thank you, oh God, that the reports will change on today. We thank you, oh God, that the children that we are praying over shall be upon your glory and under your authority, oh God. We pray right now, oh God, for the spouses, oh God, for our spouses today. We pray for our brothers and sisters in Christ, whoever is not with you or under you today, oh God, we ask that you surrender them right now. Allow for them to repent and turn back to you. We take honor in this day. We ask that you guide us um, through the things that will bring us closer to you, oh God. You are the Father that heals, that sets free, and delivers us from ourselves only if we truly want it. And God, we are seeking you for it. God, we thank you for being our way maker, our provider, our keeper, a Father that sits high but looks low, a Father that will leave the 99, oh God, and come see about little us. You are the only and true living God, and we serve you only, God. God, we thank you for your son, Jesus, a willing spirit asking to be wrapped in flesh, to come and save us. Save the people that he did not know, oh God. So we thank you. We thank you for the blood and the sacrifice. We thank you, oh God, because it was an ultimate sacrifice and we count it all joy. God, we ask that you blow on us today, that you hide me behind your cross, oh God, that you begin to pour your spirit out to your people, oh God. We come against any, hallelujah, God, thank you. We come against any demonic activities, oh God, any witch or warlock that has 
tried to come up against this podcast that has tried to shut the mouth of the host, oh God. We come against it and we bind it right now, oh God. The naysayers, we shut their mouths right now, God, in the name of Jesus. Every ley line, every back line, every silver line, hallelujah, every bucket of water that is used to monitor, oh God, we cast it right back we, with fire back to the center, oh God. And we ask, oh God, that you loose your angels, hallelujah, God. We loose the angels today to come around and be a hedge protection around us, oh God. A hedge protection around not just us, oh God, but your your people, oh God. We ask, oh God, right now that you begin to uproot anything that is not like you. Hallelujah, God. We thank you. We honor you, oh God. We thank you. Hallelujah, God. I hear you so clearly. Thank you, God, for the ebooks that is coming forth, oh God. We thank you for the blogs, oh God, that is coming forth. We thank you for the podcasts that will come forth, oh God, and make Jesus famous again, oh God. We come against the spirit of procrastination, oh God. Whatever you have told your children to do, oh God, they shall do today. They shall start, oh God, today. They shall write the vision and make it plain so that Herod's may run off with it, oh God. In the name of Jesus, God, we thank you. We thank you for your power. We thank you right now for the ultimate sacrifice, oh God. We thank you, oh God, for the kingdom of authority that is inside of us, oh God. We thank you right now for identity. Hallelujah, God. Hey, God, I thank you. Hey, God, I thank you. God, I thank you for authentic identity. We need to know who you are, what we are, where we come from. Hallelujah, God. In order to know our kingdom authority. In order to know that we have dominion over everything here on this earth. In order to know that we can command the ground to move and it moves. Hallelujah, God. So, God, we lift your name up high and we thank you. We thank you, oh God, that you begin to plant seeds in us. Oh God, seeds that will harvest into into greatness, oh God. Hallelujah, God. We shall produce in every season, in season and out of season, oh God. There shall be movement and production happening in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, God. We thank you, oh God, for every listener. We thank you, oh God, for every person that shares this podcast, for every person that follows this podcast, for every region that it shall touch, oh God. In the name of Jesus, we seal. Oh God, I thank you. God, we seal every every portal, oh God, every third eye, every demonic tool with fire, and we send it back to the center. This is a platform where we will serve the Lord and the Lord only. Holy Spirit, we welcome you here. We usher you in even now as we seal this prayer with the blood of Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Woo! I was trying to hold back, y'all. I was trying to hold back. But you know what? You know what? When God moves in prayer and he begins to tell you what to pray for you have to you have to open your mouth and you have to pray for that thing so 
I don't even know why I even shared that, but you have to open your mouth and you have to pray. You have to pray. You have to pray. Listen, if you have not prayed today, just lift your hands and tell the Father, thank you. Lift your hands and tell the Father, thank you. Thank you for life. Thank you for my limbs. Thank you for my eyesight. Thank you for my hearing. Thank you for the ability to keep my phone on so I can listen to Hair Plus God with Saida. <laughs> Thank you. So today on Hair Plus God, I just wanted to come and give you guys the blueprint. Um, I just wanted to basically give you guys like the backdrop of who we are and, and what we what we plan on doing. Um, so we are a faith-based podcast and we will always direct ourselves and our listeners back to the word of God. We will always, always open every episode up with prayer. Um, We have to know that the CEO of my life and this podcast is God. I I only can follow him. Um, I am only being led by the Holy Spirit during this time. And it's not me. And it's not my flesh. It is of God. And I'm just thankful because this podcast will be a safe place for women to come and talk about the goodness of the Lord while indulging in all things hair, fashion, and beauty. The bad, the good, the edges that has left us. Come on here. I know I know somebody's edges that ran away. We got sweat. They're going to come back soon. They're going to come back. They always come back. And then we're also going to talk about areas of thinning as well because it can happen anywhere it can happen in the front in the back and the side um and shedding as well so yes we will talk about it all it will be an amazing time and i'm just so super excited to even have you guys with me during this time i'm just excited about this journey okay so when we when you think about it right the hair talk can be a little bit uncomfortable but the idea and the goal is to talk about it we have to find support in it and maybe that we can one day accept where we are and learn and grow so that we can turn our ashes into beauty and not every single situation is bad like for current from for, for instance I'm currently um, battling um, leukemia, which is a form of cancer of the blood. It is a baby um, cancer, actually. So that's it. I'm, I'm chuckling a, a little bit because my daughter asked me, like, Mommy, how did you get leukemia? That's a child's disease. And I told her, I said, because I'm a child of God. So he just wanted to come and test me a little bit like Job. And prayfully, I passed the test. So in the midst of that, my hair fell out. Not once, but twice. And so me having super long hair all of my life and then, you know, going and having the ability to wear crochet, to wear um, braids and to wear, you know, all these different styles and then to go bald unintentionally. Yeah, we'll talk about that um, soon. So just just bear with me. We'll talk about that. So let's just jump right into today's episode, okay? So hair and fashion has always been an outlet for me. 
um, since I was a little girl. I remember learning how to braid at the age of eight and reading my grandmother's jet magazine and adding color to my hair at the age of 12 and doing all my friends and, co- and cousins' hair and literally not going to sleep some nights because I love doing micros. That was my thing back in the day, okay? Um, I came from a huge family and it was all girls. Maybe a sprinkle of boys, but if it was 10 children, eight of us were girls and the other two were, were boys. And that's just, I don't know, that's just how our family was. And every single female had hair. We had thick hair and it was long. And my grandmother always kept a simple routine. Um, you know, having hair to the middle of our backs, we didn't really, like, understand, like, it, that it was, like, a, a gift, you know, that people, you know, wanted what we had, and they couldn't obtain it. We just thought, you know, everybody's hair grew this long. It is what it is. But my grandmother, she kept a very simple routine. And so did my mom. My mom would use egg and mayonnaise in my hair from when I was a little girl, like, playing in the tub two, three, four years old. And my grandmother kept our, our, the products the same. And she washed our hair once a week. And she literally told us, do not put your hands in your head. These braids, these ponytails, they will stay in it until Friday night or until Saturday morning when it was, when it was wash day for us. So I really believe that that's how our hair grew to be so long so one of the things that um was like a milestone in my family was getting your hair pressed yes hot comb me please (laughs) our hair was so thick and my grandmother never used heat in our hair we did not have a blow dryer my grandmother literally would wash our hair part our hair put something in there called vita point massage that in there which is a hair conditioner massage that in our hair um, literally part our hair from like little small parts part our hair put that in there and then take small parts and like band tune out our hair this was back in the 90s before Bantu Knots was even titled Bantu Knots. So I think I need to give my grandmother credit for that. Because I was like, oh, these are ballies. I don't want no balls in my head. But now girls is rocking that style with the baby hairs and everything. You know? So I think I should be giving my grandmother credit for that. Uh, let me know in the comments if I should crown my grandma the Bantu Knot queen of the 90s. <laughs> so yes. When I reached of age, of the age of 12, I was super excited. You could not tell me that my grandmother was not about to lay my hair, okay? But catch this. By this time, we could only get our hair pressed seasonal. So a lot of you guys know that my background is Islam. And I was basically, when my grandfather was home, we would practice, um, we would practice Islam. But when he would go away for his long stay, that was when we were able to take our keywires and overgarments off and be quote unquote normal children, which is what my grandmother would say. So Easter was one of the days that we were allowed to get our hair pressed. 
we prepared for Easter. We got dresses, we got shoes, uh, we got baskets, and we knew that if you were 12 and up, you was able to get a press for Easter. And so this particular year, I was super excited, and my I just had turned 12 in February. So I was like, you know, next month, it's going to be my month of the press. <laughs> and when I'm telling you, I begged my grandma for days and weeks. And I said, grandma, can I please, please, can I please get a ticket to the golden chair? And she was like, Saida, you will be able to get your hair pressed this year. Oh my goodness. Why did she tell me that? Maybe. Let me tell you. I tell you, I'm telling you, that was like the best words that my grandmother could have said to me. So during these special occasions, my grandmother would hot comb our hair, starting with the oldest one and working her way down. And this is like, you know, our tradition. So my aunt would go first and then my cousin Tashina and then Rebecca and then me. So... When these times came, I was just like, it's just, I'm just thinking about it. Like, we really had a really good childhood. Like, it was so fun. Like, I literally had cousins. We would play school. (laughs) We would play hide and seek in the house. Like, we really had a great time. And it's just... It's just, uh, it's beautiful. I'm sorry, guys. I just had a little moment. (laughs) Seriously, it's just so beautiful. Like, this is probably why it's kind of a challenge for me to make, like, authentic friends because my friends came from the wound, you know? Like, no matter what, me and my cousins, we stuck together. Like, even if I annoyed them, because I could definitely annoy them sometimes, They still wanted me around. They still played with me. They still, you know, put up with me. And, yeah, I miss them. You know, being so far away from them has been a challenge in itself. But I know that God is going to do something amazing. And he's going to... He's going going to definitely change the blueprint. So I cannot wait. So back to the story. It was Friday night. (laughs) and my grandmother washed my hair and then Saturday we all got up and we did our chores or whatever and when it was my turn to sit in the golden chair the chair was literally gold the chair was literally gold my grandmother put that hot comb on the stove and the first thing you could smell was burnt hair Ooh, we knew we were about to get fried we knew we were about to get fried and let me tell you I don't know I didn't see other kids get their hair done at home with the hot comb and their hair be so greasy and so stiff I don't know what my grandmother did but our hair was never greasy our hair was never stiff Okay, when I'm telling you, when we got out from out that chair, we had body, yaddy, 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 yaddy. Okay, we had it. We had body, and I'm telling you, it was like, and then seeing my hair pressed, the Lord, the infant, all around me, my hair was literally to the middle of my back. 
I didn't need no weave, okay? I did not need a ponytail, no braids. I did not know that my hair was that long because of shrinkage. But let me teach you something real quick. If you have shrinkage, that means that your hair is healthy. If you do not have shrinkage, that means that your hair can be damaged or needs to be tended to. Maybe you need your ends clipped. Maybe you need to start deep conditioning a little bit more. Maybe you need to have a regular weekly hair care routine. Something very simple. Something that's not going to take three to four hours to do. You just need a very simple hair care routine that you can do once a week, maybe twice a week until your hair um, number one until you get to know your hair and your hair gets to know you because inconsistency will definitely your hair will just be like oh today you want to show up because yesterday last week this time I was looking for some water and you was running around here with a fake ponytail Mm. who am I talking to okay all right so I say all of this to say like Our hair is literally our crown. And, you know, having such a beautiful, being a part of a beautiful culture uh, and having beautiful hair, you know, it just allows for us to to play and and indulge in different things. Colors, um, lips, you know, um, we are able to grow our hair cut our hair, be in a natural state, relax our hair, you know, get a weave, get a wig, you know, um, get braids, add extensions, add clippings. It's just so much that we can do with our crowns. And I am so grateful that God gave us this identity to explore, to express ourselves and to literally stand out. So let me leave you guys with this. One thing that I have learned is to create and stick with a simple hair care routine. The goal is to have healthy, a, a healthy scalp where healthy hair can grow and maintain. What I do for my daughters is very simple. I wash their hair once a week with my own products. Uh, that's for my oldest. And for the baby, I use Johnson & Johnson Baby Hair Wash. If you guys follow me on my personal page, Saida Chardonnay, then you will see my daughters, their texture, their hair, um, how their hair been growing. My baby's hair is to the middle of her back when it's wet. Um, and my oldest hair is to the middle of her back when it's wet as well. Um, but again, they have shrinkage, which is a sign of healthy hair. So I do send my oldest daughter to the salon to get her hair professionally clipped. Um, Shout out to her hairstylist. (laughs) I love her so much. She is like, she's been my ride and die since since September. Like I could literally call her like, hey, can you fit somebody in? And she's like, just bring her in on Friday. Just bring her in on Friday. So both of my children, they have, um, they have different textures and whatever. But the one thing that I have stayed away from is heat. The baby has never experienced heat, even when I wash her hair is with warm water. Um, and then with my oldest, she does hot caps where she literally sits, un- she doesn't sit underneath the dryer. I put the hot cap in the microwave and then I place it on her head with a bag and it holds in her own personal body heat with the heat of the hot cap and that helps with the deep conditioner. 
Her hair texture has changed. It has become more moisturized. It's not thirsty. It's not hungry. And it's not slobbing up every single thing that, that I put in her hair. It's actually allowing for her hair to be moisturized for a longer period of time. Also, bobby pins, hair pins, hair ties, all of that can be hard on the hair as well. So think about the hairstyle uh, in its fullness and be gentle to the scalp. Um, I literally can have a story for days. And so to wrap up today's episode, first of all, again, I just want to tell you guys, thank you so much. And I hope that you (laughs) found a little bit of humor in the story that I shared and my experience with actually getting my hair pressed the first time. Um, In that moment, I realized that I had something grand. I had a new, I had explored and exposed a new part of my identity. And to have hair is a beautiful thing, no matter if it's growing out of your scalp or on a wig cap. I want you guys to realize that exploring your hair, getting to know your hair is such a beautiful stage. And not only will it help you find out who you are, because listen, natural hair, relaxed hair, all of that, anything hair, it takes time, it takes patience in order to see results. So not only are you going to learn who you are, but you're going to also learn your hair and the things that it loves. I had one client tell me, oh, my hair hates water. I said, no, it doesn't. Yes, it does. I can't use water in my hair. My hair texture is not like yours. But if you take some time to get to know your hair, you don't always need a blow dryer. Sometimes your hair just needs a little bit more moisture, deep conditioning, and some and some and some um training and some training but that's for another episode so with every episode i will leave you guys with a word that you can feast on for the day and a hair um care tip for the week so the scripture that i like to leave you with is first john 419 we love because he first loved us this one right here when you are truly, truly, when you truly get revelation on the scripture, God will blow on you. It says, we love because he first of us. It was a time that I knew that I could look in the mirror and look back over my life in areas of times where I could not and did not know who I was. So I couldn't love myself. But when I began to build relationship with God, I started to take the time to care for myself a lot more seriously, making things that are important to me come first, which was reading my word, listening to gospel music, spending time with God. I don't care if it was 20 minutes or um, two hours, and then literally doing self-care. I am not able to love myself. I am now, I'm sorry, I am now able to love myself even the more because he loved me first. So this tip that I want to leave you with today, um, understand that it's a form of self-love. Hair care tip, okay? But every wash takes time in deep condition. The benefits of deep conditioning is to hydrate your hair, just like your skin, your hair needs to be hydrated as well. Deep conditioning reduces damage 
um, to your ends. It adds shine and it strengthens your hair. So if you have not picked up a deep conditioner today, I recommend that you go to Target, Walmart, Dolly's, anywhere that there's a beauty supply store and get yourself a deep conditioner. And get yourself a shower cap so that you can hold in that moisture for at least 20 to 30 minutes. So I just want to thank you guys. I think we went over our time a little bit. We did. (laughs) But next time, I promise it will only be 20 minutes. So thank you guys for tuning in. I love you. I appreciate you being here. We will be um, dropping another episode next Saturday at 10 a.m. here on Anchor. So make sure you tune in. I'm excited about that episode as well. Um, So, yeah, I really, 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 really like this. I am, like, really enjoying this. I like this better than I like YouTube. I feel like, yeah, I'm not going to go off on a tangent. I love you guys. Have a good day. Make sure that you command your day because you have power in your mouth. Command your day. You have power in your mouth. Command your day because you have power in your mouth. All right, signing off. Love you all. Bye. Hey, guys, and welcome to Hair Plus God. I am your host, Saida, and I'm super excited for this topic today. And I'm super excited. Number one, we have our first guest. Here for the very first time, my very first interview, we have Khadija. Hey, Khadija, girl. Hey. Hey, so I'm going to go ahead and press and really, really quick, and then we're going to get right down to all the goodness with you, Khadija. All right, Father God, we thank you so much for this day and this new opportunity We um, to learn and to grow and to gain insight of how um we operate as individuals, oh God, and how we operate um, together, oh God. So I thank you for my sister Khadijah. I thank you for the opportunity to be the one to interview her on today. Father God, remove me and show up in this podcast. We ask that you begin to be a light bearer, oh God, so that others may see the goodness of who you are, oh God. We thank you for this opportunity. We thank you, oh God, for the power that is resting on us today. Father God, we ask that you bless this podcast, you bless the listeners, and that you 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 thank you so much for the for the um for the unity that's coming together. Um, without you, God, I don't know where I would be. So I thank you for this platform. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. So Khadija, number one, girl, <laughs> let's just say how much I love and adore you. And I have oh, never laid eyes. <laughs> I've never laid eyes on you girls on social media. <laughs> right. Like we've only met through the internet and we really like connected. Yes. Which is which is so crazy to me. Yes. So before we get too much into it, I want to introduce you guys to Khadija. She is such an a light, okay? She um, is such a beautiful individual. She's a mother of two beautiful, gorgeous children. One of them, her son, Sire. Um, uh, Seer. Sire. 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 I'm sorry. Sire and my baby girl, they share the same birthday. So I'm like super dope about that. We went through our whole pregnancy like, girl, you pregnant? I'm yeah, pregnant. You pregnant? Oh. When you do that? When mama do that? And we just knew that we were going to have our babies near each other. I didn't think we were going to have them the same day. That was the crazy. The same day. The same day. And we were like, 
how we found out because you were like oh sire turned a month today no i I knew before that i don't think you remember but i was like you might not remember but i was like saida i have and i mean you might have been just tired because you just had your baby but i was like oh my god we had our babies on the same day girl Mm-hmm. that straight skipped me because I the first time he was like oh he's a month old and I was like wait when is his birthday on your post and he was like remember the 23rd I said that's my baby's <laughs> I was in the house cheesing real hard like, like that's so crazy <laughs> to me like I don't know what God is trying to tell us as far as like how we're connected but girl so I hear connected. you I hear you guys so connected <laughs> Yeah, so how we met is because Khadija is the visionary and the host to the hottest podcast that I have ever listened to called Private Party. When they lay it all out, it was, it was listen, y'all took y'all gloves off. I think every subject that, that, that a woman could think of was talked about. Yes, and that was really the, the vision behind it. It was just like something, we wanted something very raw, nothing commercial, yeah. nothing. It was just, we wanted a vulnerable space. That's yeah. why I'm saying was this is a what we used to say we used to say this is a no judgment zone. Yep, mm-hmm. yep, and we're gonna talk about it anyway. Right, right. Yes, and then you are also the owner and developer and creator of Butter Bay Company, which is number one, <laughs> silky smooth baby. We have my kids skin <laughs> real good. <laughs> yep, yep. Um, I know you said you had got some for Monty. Who had yeah. the dry skin? Zamaya, my oldest one, Zemaya. my oldest one. Okay. Her legs, yeah, Zamaya, yeah, her legs are like alligator skin, and I got the, I got the um the lavender, lavender. baby for Imani, and then I got the other one. I can't remember what what um what it was, but Zamaya's been using it, and her legs not have been dry at all. You can see the 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 pure shine through it, and yes. the scale the scales. The scales of her skin has the, they're moisturized now. That's the only thing. Like we've tried expensive things, cheap things, and I'm telling you, it wasn't until we used your your um your butter that it actually helped her skin. I'm glad to hear that because I do feel like that was the reason why I developed it. Mm-hmm. Um, was because I saw the lack in the market for mm-hmm. you know natural products that cater to you know our skin type. Black people, it's no secret, like, our skin is more prone to being dry. Um, And so we need something that deeply penetrates. And especially with, like, our kids, everything is like water. Like, the lotions, the creams. If there is an eczema cream or any kind of cream, it's, like, packed with chemicals. And I'm just like, so where is, you know, all the natural stuff was, like, so thin. And I'm just like, well, where is the natural stuff that caters to our people? Mm -hmm. And so I created it literally just based off of a need. Because Sire yeah. has really bad eczema. Well, that's what they say. If your product doesn't um, supply a need, then why are you even trying to sell that thing? You know, mm-hmm. like if it doesn't fix, fix a problem. And then we're going to talk about your pot, your, um, your blog, Pink Whiskey. Girl, <laughs> listen, your truth comes out on Pink Whiskey. I feel like you be in your, in like your secret place and it's just like everything that you're healed from, you just released it. So that other women can feel the heal the, the healing sensation through it. Yeah, pink whiskey allows me to like live out my Carrie Bradshaw dreams. Like <laughs> in high school, I was obsessed with Sex in the City, like mainly because I was obsessed with Carrie, like her her fashion, the mm-hmm. fact of like her way with words when she would like write her articles. 
Yeah. And so, um, you know, but that it's in a little cleaner fashion, but you know, that Way was, that's definitely like something I came up with when I was pregnant and I was in a very like isolated space. Um, I had to like, just left my job. I had just mm-hmm. quit my job. Um, and I had just found that I was pregnant. So, yeah. you know, I just kind of was like, what can I do in the meantime? That's going to do something that I feel called to do, but also be a help, you know, to other women. And so that's how I came up about with pink whiskey i loved it but i just haven't been able to complete a thought since having my baby like he's just always right here just yeah <laughs> tugging on me, know, girl, on me i don't know girl you may have to wake up earlier go to be a late because we need some pink whiskey big <laughs> <laughs> so on this podcast today we just wanted to talk about being, um, returning back to our roots of being natural and i say returning back because you know that's where we start you know it's never like oh i'm going natural it's always returning back to the natural state and so I've been following you, and I have to admit, you have been my hair grows, girl. And that, <laughs> wait, pause, shameless plug. Not only do your hair butter work for your body, it works for the hair, too. Yes, it has Come made my hair on. grow so much. And that was just a plus. I wasn't even trying to do that. Come on. I don't know if it, like, made my strands stronger, but I stopped using just like regular, just like I used to put like olive oil on my hair because it was like the only oil that I felt would keep it hydrated all day. Mm-hmm. And I started using the Butter Bay instead. And when I say I've seen so much growth, just like fullness and like, I don't know if my hair is not breaking off as much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was just a plus. <laughs> yeah. And to have a head to toe for adults is amazing. So, you know what I'm going to do. Um I'm going to definitely try the products that I have at home. I actually need to reorder from you on my oldest daughter hair. She is my test, um, a little test rabbit <laughs> for everything. Like the product, even the products that I personally make, she, I test it on her. And she's like, mommy, you can go ahead and test it. As long as there's no chemicals in it, I'm good. So I yeah, think I'm going to test I it do, on I her. I do all my twist outs with it. Like I do. Yes. Um, I do add a little, so I do um, water. I do a little bit of water. My hair, I like to style my hair. I like to do my twist up so my hair is dry and mm-hmm. then add a little water because I feel like it stretches and is elongated more when you mm-hmm. do it on dry hair versus like a, like wet hair. Because, you know, wet hair is like the shrinkage. So yeah. I don't know if you want to talk about this more with your questions and stuff, but no, no, <laughs> I can tell you more about it. No, I'm like, this conversation is already good. Like, okay. you know, we can definitely... We don't yeah, have to so. stick to a script. That's the good thing about that I love about um, this particular platform is that, yeah, I may have some questions for you, but however you're being led and whatever you want to speak about, this platform is free. And we, we're good, girl. So go ahead. Okay. Tell us about so twist say, out. Help us out. So I, when, I first, <laughs> when I first started doing twist outs, um, and I used to find myself almost in tears every day trying to figure this out. Um I would always have, my hair was always wet. And mm. um, I used to always be afraid of my hair when it was not wet because, you know, the second it's dry, then it's just like, it feels like Hard you can't really brutal. get through it. Yeah, it's just so like thick and just like it feels, you know, more nappy or whatever you want to call it. I hate to use that word, but you know, like, so. We're going to say coarse. We're going to say a little coarse. Yeah, like coarse. So <laughs> I started to just be more patient with it and it's like I would wait till my hair gets dry which yes now it's in a fro and it probably is a little more kinky but I'll then like section it in four sections 
And then I'll just start with one section with like hydrating it, putting my products in, separating it, detangling it, putting the twist in. You get what I'm saying? Like, I mm-hmm. think that I natural hair has taught me patience. And it's also taught me to stop being so afraid of my own hair because I would be like, oh, well, let me do it while it's wet. But when it was wet, it was just so much shrinkage. So when I styled my hair, when it was dry, then I would just mist it with the water and then put the products on. I noticed that my fro would actually stay on my shoulders when it stayed, you know, big um, versus it was more shrunken when I did it on wet hair. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have to, I have to, yeah, I have to, I have to be honest with you. You have entered into a realm when I like to call relationship. You know what your hair likes, you know what your hair wants, and it takes time and patience. Mm-hmm. And I think becoming natural um, from, well, going back to my natural state, for me personally, um, that's where I learned how to be patient because I didn't have mm-hmm. patience. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it would be times where I was like, okay, I'll wash my hair at 12 o'clock and then I look at the clock and the sun is setting, you know, especially in, you know, closer to the wintertime. When I run at six o'clock at night and I'm like, my hair still ain't done. Right. You know, and it's just like, okay, where am I getting lost at? Why am I becoming frustrated? And it was because I was trying to enter, I was trying to treat my hair like I do other relationships. And what's, what do you mean by that? Meaning like, you know, I wanted to enter in with being happy and joyous, but I never got a chance to actually meet the person that I was entering into a relationship with, right? (laughs) Right. So I know me in relationships, you know, like I know how I am. I'm, I'm coming in, I'm excited and whatever, but maybe that person doesn't want all that energy in the beginning, you know? So I'm coming in touching my hair like, hey girl, we have to get ready. We have to do a twist out. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm still recovering from heat damage. I don't right. Even, I'm not, I'm I don't not even good. know you, sis. Yeah, like, like, <laughs> I'm not used to you doing all this pulling, tugging, twisting on me. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, so it's like, and then, you know, then I cut it all off and then I'm making it do this and I'm making it do that. And I never sat back and said, hey, what do you want? What are you seeking out of this relationship? Like, do you even want me to touch you today? Right. right. You know, so I, ha- I had to learn and I had to be patient with myself. And then like, also when it came to products, I had to get myself longer than a, a day. You know, it was like a six week trial with some of my products. You know, like, does my hair really not does, like this? Does it like this or does it not? Yeah. Yeah, or am I like using too much? I realized mm-hmm. that I was super. Or somebody, heavy-handed. somebody tell you about a product, and you're like, oh, "Okay, oh. well, I'm gonna try it," and then you try it and you hate it. You're like, "It loves it left the film on it, or mm-hmm. it just dried it out, or whatever." Girl, mm-hmm. yes, I'm telling you. So you are definitely hitting the nail on the head because that was my issue. I became a product junkie in the beginning, and I wanted every product that was on the shelf. I didn't care if it was twenty five dollars or ten dollars. I wanted it, and you know, natural hair products are very expensive, especially if you right. get like the kit. Like you need the wa- mm-hmm. the shampoo, the conditioner, the deep conditioner. Yep, yep. And if you're trying then, something out, you don't like it. It's money wasted. Money wasted because you can't even return it unless you go to Target. I think Target takes it back. Oh, and I, think Sa- I think Sally does too, but <laughs> I didn't know. You just told me something. I think Target does take it back. And I think Sally will take it back too. I'm not 100 percent sure, but I will definitely find out and let you know personally. I don't know if you noticed, but I never even knew my hair was curly until I was like 26. Let's talk about that. Yes, let's talk about that. So what made you come back to the natural hair community anyway? Um, okay. So I have an eight-year-old daughter, and um, when she was about, like, I say, like, three, 
or four, she was like, you know, oh, mom, around this time, I was wearing weaves religiously. Like, you, if you saw my real hair, it probably was just out, like, flat irons. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was never, it was never curly. It was never, you know, whatever. Um, but Devin had got to a point where she was like really into wigs and always asking my sister where her wigs. And she had a, um, a Elsa wig one time cause she used to like frozen a lot. And she had an Elsa wig for Halloween and she would wear it all around the house all the time. And then she would always be like, Oh, when I get older, I'm going to have fake hair like you, mom, I'm going to get mm. straight hair like you, you know? And it was bothering me because I'm like, here, you know, I would be like, no, your hair is beautiful. You have beautiful curly hair. Like, I would mm-hmm. love to have your hair. And it wasn't resonating because it's like, I'm saying one thing, but I'm doing another, you know, like, yeah. and so it did start to bother me that I felt like she kind of had a complex around her hair. And then she ended up getting a best friend um, when she was in kindergarten and this little girl is she's black like she's um black but she has more fine hair so it's like very long and like silky you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um and her mom flat ironed her hair a lot so you know I would just see Devin like comparing herself to that and so I was like you know I need to set the example like I need to figure out my hair and it wasn't until my friend went to wash my hair one day and she was like Khadija you have really nice curls and I'm like what no I don't and she's like look mm-hmm. look and I'm like well that's just because you like have conditioner on it that don't mean it's going like she's like all you have to do is put the right product on your hair and yeah. figure it out and you can still have that def- I'm like it just I didn't know that because growing up you know I have been getting relaxers since I was eight years old and before that I was actually I actually had dreadlocks wow I never knew that mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So when I was like five, my mom said to me, um, I used to hate getting my hair done. I was real tender headed. And my mom was like, and my mom, the reason why I was tender headed is because my mom had very silky hair, like silky curly hair. My hair was very kinky, fro like type of hair. So I feel like she didn't really know how to manage it that mm-hmm. well. Like mm-hmm. she knew how to braid and stuff. It's not like she had me walking around looking crazy, but I feel like when it came to her, you know, getting the kinks out and stuff, she's not thinking about, like, she's hurting me. <laughs> like, she doesn't yeah. know what that's like because she doesn't have that type of hair. And so um, she had said to me one day, she kind of tricked me into getting dreads because she was like, do you like such and such as hair? It was like one of her friends who had dreads. And I was like, yeah. And she was like, you want to get your hair like that? Then you never have to get your hair done again. Ooh. And I hated getting my hair done. And I was like, sure. Yeah, sure. Yeah. I was like, okay. And then I looked up at eight years old and I still had these things in my hair. Like I had dreads for a long time. Wait, so let me just like really like real quick. So I just recently did that to my own daughter. Gave her dreads. <laughs> no, she get her hair was, no, this is what happened, right? So you know my battle right now. Like I've been yeah. in and out of the hospital concerning, you know, the condition and whatever. And so I went to her and I said, hey, like, how do you feel about dress? Because, you know, when I'm not home, then you won't have to worry about getting your hair done. And right. she's like, yeah, let's do it. And so we started, like, Aww. finding pictures or whatever. And when I came home, I said, come on, let's lock up your hair. She's like, mom, I have to tell you the truth. She's like, I only said that to make you happy. But she's like, I like my crochet. I like my box braids. I like my faux locks. I like right. chains. I don't want to commit to just one yeah, little hairstyle. She has commitment issues. That's what I'm saying. <sighs> <laughs> She's like, hold up. So I can't, 
I can't do nothing else. Like, Nothing. So I said, okay, baby, I'm gonna go ahead and leave you alone. She said, yeah, because you was trying to get me those those dreadlocks that was never gonna come out. I said, but here was some pretty much. She said, yeah, if you're not in the hospital, what I'm, what's gonna happen when I need a touch up? I was like, oh, you too smart for me. Yeah, <laughs> I get it. I got a girl. I know how they be. They oh. they be connecting them dots like girls quickly. <laughs> but I also quickly. understand your pain point with that because I mean, having to do their hair is a whole nother job. Like, yes. like the older Devin gets, I'm like, okay, I want to retire from this. So, like, who can I hire to like do her hair? Because I'm over it, to be honest. Girl. <laughs> to be quite honest. And I just restarted, like, I just re-entered into, you know, doing hair for the rest of my life because yeah. they're ten years apart. Yep. The girls yeah, got a whole apart. head of hair. And you know, their textures is different. Different. So... Yeah, I feel like Monty's hair looks soft. Like it's like a softer texture. Yeah, it is softer, it's more finer, and I can literally wet her hair, and her hair is defined, and I can just put baby oil in it. So that's and... the type of hair my mom had, and I used to, like, look at her and like, in envy, because I didn't understand the beauty of my own hair, you know? Like, right. when you see people, be like, with that type of hair, and it just looks so easy to manage, it just curls on demand, and got the baby hairs laid, like, it's mm-hmm. real, like, easy to envy that. Um, yeah, and that's and that's something that I'm basically trying to like teach Zamaya. Like before Imani was even born, we didn't know what she was going to look like. We didn't know what type of hair she was going to have. Like my daughter was more concerned about her eye color than she was her hair. Mm-hmm. My daughter Zamaya is very obsessed with eye color and like fair skin, you know. So mm-hmm. you know, yeah, we'll talk. That's a different topic, but we'll talk about it. Um. So I get it. I get it. It's like growing, having girls and just um, really wanting to shield them from those like subcon, you know, like that their, mm-hmm. their insecurities or the things that they have around, especially features and things they can't control. And they're beautiful, but you, you know, they you see them comparing themselves, and that mm-hmm. was a big part of why I went natural because it was like, all right, you got to set the example, like. So I took that weave out and my hair was, it, it don't look like, it didn't look like it do now. <laughs> like, yeah, I remember your child straight. Yeah, I remember that. that. kind of curly and half not curly. That thing was so damaged and just like lost. So how has your journey been? Like you went from, you know, heat damage to like having like three different textures until now like having a crown girl like you got <laughs> such beautiful hair like it's and sweet. it was a post and it was a post that you posted on your personal page you was like and come and, and think like I used to perm this hair I was like ooh, I felt the power behind that right like I really have felt and it's it's really changed like going natural has transformed me like it really has made me more confident it's made me realize that like things I used to get so hung up on and like realize like some some of that stuff just don't matter. Like, you know, I used to just feel like if I don't go out the house without my if I go out the house without my weave, my hair is not done. I don't feel like that at all. Like mm-hmm. now I can walk out the house with a poof on the top of my head, like literally maybe didn't even put any product in it and still feel good about my hair. Um, just because I, I really nurtured it to this point, you know? And so it is, I would say anybody who is listening who is just starting out um it is definitely delayed gratification but if you stick with it 
you'll see a big transformation. And I feel like um, I just started to really like, just like love, love my hair. I think I, you know, I went through a phase of just figuring it out. Like not really, like you said, it's a new relationship. Like, let's get to know each other. I don't know if I love you yet because I'm just getting to know you, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. but um, once I started to like unlocking things like, oh, this works. Oh, this works. Yeah. And I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, now I got, now I can, this is my new go-to or this is that, you know? Um, I still have those days where I'm like, I do not feel like this because it is a lot of work. And that's when I just go ahead and, you know, maybe get some knotless or right now I have like the full locks in, um, like the little soft locks, like a yeah. style. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty much my go-to. It's been so many times I've thought about like, oh, what if I just get one weave? And then for some reason, I have a hard time going back to it now. Like, I had a weave put in after I had sire just to, like, not have to manage my hair. Because, yeah. um, like I told you, it is it it is a job to have to do it every day. Um, and I hated it. I was like, yeah, this has to come out. Like, Yeah, I definitely feel that. I feel like once I started getting to know my natural hair, the only type of, um, quote, unquote, weave that I wanted was braids. Yeah. If it wasn't my hair, I just felt like I don't know, I just couldn't get with it. And then when I went um when I lost my hair, it was like I was trying to like find wigs and stuff and I just was like this ain't natural enough or you know, I would find a wig and I would like it, but when I put it on, I didn't feel like I was myself. It was because you had gotten so used to seeing your hair natural, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's yeah. how I feel. I feel like I have I think I've gotten used to my hair being this way and not to say I won't ever wear a weave again I don't know girl maybe one day I might want to do a little a little uh what you call it a little um ego change or whatever you want to call it like yeah. an alter ego, uh, alter but, ego. <laughs> for, you know but I have realized that something I used to be addicted to like weave is now something that um it's, it feels harder for me to return to and, and that's good. that just goes to show like how much um I really you've been delivered accustomed. You've been delivered. (laughs) It's freeing. It's so freeing. Like, it's freeing. Yes. Yes. And I have to admit, like, having my natural hair made me feel so empowered. Like, it made me, like, especially because I do have a a texture that I personally like. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, like, I could now... I can't wet and, and go. I got to right. do something with it. I got to put some kind of product in it because the middle part yeah, is yeah, a little... Same, same. Yeah, but I like the fact that I can wet my hair and l- literally only need like a grease or oil to lay my baby hairs down, not a hard gel, you know? I can pull some oh, pieces wow. out. I can pull some pieces out and, um, you know, around my edges or in the back or whatever. And it makes it look like, you know, I, I have like now it got I got some product in it. But it makes it look like I have like that beach wavy, like just got off the sand kind of hair. Like I put it, put it up in a puff and it'd be like nice and curly. Um, but it has to be, it has, it has to be in a wet state. So when you were saying your hair has to be drier to get a twist, mine has to be wet in order for me to get that definition. Mm. See, my sister, I feel like she also um, made me like explore going natural because she went natural a little before me and she has 4C hair. But, mm-hmm. you know, the thing about her, she be rocking the mess out of her natural hair. Like, when I say, I just be like, how do you do that? Like, that, like, it just, 
she rocks it but what i realized what it was about her natural hair was that she just owned it it had nothing Mm -hmm. to do with the styles that she was actually wearing it was more about the fact that she just owned it and yeah i found myself being like man like how do i you know and then i started to say like no you just gotta own it like Mm -hmm. and because it's not really anything too special she was doing. She had a little side part. Her thing would be out. It wouldn't even be too defined. Like, she would do a twist out. But that was more so to give her hair more of elongated state, not so much to give it definition. I started realizing mm-hmm. that, too. Like, my hair doesn't always have to be defined. It could be fluffed. And, you know, like, be comfortable with rocking it different ways. Yeah. And, um... Man, my sister be owning her natural hair. That's what I'm saying about that. <laughs> it was a video. It was a video that you and Tasha did together, and it was the confidence that you had. Like Tasha was in the background, um, mm-hmm. but and Tasha, by the way, guys, is her best friend. Like, um, what is her her her, her, her hair hashtag? Is Hush Collections. Yes, so, and she's hair addict on social media. My best friend is like a wig. Oh, a special. What is it? Um, a wig allergist. A wig allergist. <laughs> yeah, a wig allergist. Yes, listen. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's what we're talking about. Tasha, her name is Hair Addict on social media, and hair you guys want hair hair addict hair addict sick six um, number six. six the number mm-hmm. six. Okay. Um. So yeah. So Tasha's in the background or whatever, and you was just sitting there. And I seen like your eyebrow go up, and I was like, ooh. Like I want to go, I want to go do a twist out right now. Like when we were doing, I was pulling my hair that day. I ain't even going. Oh my gosh! When you when I seen that video, I literally like got so teary eyed because I had already lost my hair, and I was just like, oh "Oh my goodness! Like I can't wait. You gonna be able to, girl? And I cannot wait. Over your curls are gonna be defined (laughs) all over. You're gonna have like literally natural, like. My friend, I feel like still to this day struggles because I never was brave enough to just snip it. Mm-hmm. So w- just know your thing come back. And I got you on the butter bay too. Just put some butter bay right here. Listen. <laughs> Listen. So I definitely know about being bald headed because I was, I cut all my hair down low in 2018. But this is like skin for me. You know, like right. I'm out here just like looking like, you know, the black woman on uh, Wakanda forever, you know, just standing I, I felt your post the other day when you were like, I hate when people say it's just hair because it's not just hair. Like you said, I've had this my whole life. A black woman, like in our hair, it's a thing for us. Like when we mm-hmm. going through something, we change our hair. Like, you know, that's when, when I feel down on myself, I go in the mirror and try to do something with my hair. Like it's a thing. So I felt your post when you said that. Where it's yeah. kind of like, I just feel like that's kind of a not compassionate thing to say. Like, that's not very compassionate of people to say that. And you Especially, know, like, have you ever had to lose all your hair? You know, mm-hmm. like. Unwillingly. Right. You know, and you know, some people say, oh, whatever you, whatever you have, is just a scarf or a wig, you can rock it. But it's like, that's not my choice. My it's choice different. is to have my hair. Right. You know, so, and then to come into um, acceptance that it's not there. You know, it will probably one day grow back, but how would it grow back? And then having doctors say, oh, you know, like the texture may change or maybe come back a different color. And it's just like, but that's not oh, the wow. hair that I had. Wow. You know, so, you so re- it, you're going to probably might, might possibly have to relearn, relearn your hair all over again. Relearn it and then, you know, accept it. Because what if it's not a pattern? Like, what if it come back bone straight? 
Mm. That's a possibility. What if I don't get no definition? You gonna figure you know, it out. You gonna you gonna figure it out. But you know you what? I'm trusting God. And you gonna you gonna figure it out. I know you gonna figure out a way to rock it. Good. Listen, I am trusting God, and I know God to be a way maker, and right. I know Him to be. You know, He is. Listen, the Bible tells us that if we seek ye first the kingdom of God and all His righteousness, the desires of our hearts will be fulfilled. Yes. So at the end of the day, you Amen. know, he, he know what I want. Yeah. You on chemo, real quick before we even um end this uh our podcast for today or whatever. Even on chemo, my hair started growing. So I, mm. I know, I'm a little I'm a little patchy, but I have some. Oh, what, but it's there. That's 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 God telling you like, look, it's it's gonna come back. Here you go. It's gonna come back. And literally, yeah. I put water on it. I'll put some. I'll put some water on it. I'll wash and shampoo it every. And once a week, I'm already getting my hair care routine down. I use my hair growth oil faithfully, you know, like, so I am decreeing and declaring that I will have beautiful, healthy hair. I don't care what it looks like. I don't care what texture it is. It'll be, it'll I'm be decreeing healthy. Declaring. And it'll be healthy, yours. healthy, healthy. And it will be mine, girl, yes. my head. Yes. With the help of. I remember you put on social media. You was like, I don't know how y'all do it with these wigs. I'm hot. Girl, <laughs> I was laughing because I'm like, yo, I think that's my biggest fear with these wigs. Like, y'all be sweating. Like, I'm not like, thinking about it. Yeah, Girl. you got me laughing. You was like, I don't know how y'all do it. You was like, listen. And I, <laughs> I took that thing right off. On, you got on social, like, look, y'all got my wig. And it was like two hours <laughs> later, you was like, man, how y'all do this? I'm hot. <laughs> Yo, that was real though. Like you were, that was, was like so sitting over in a cup holder or something. I Girl, was it was so, it was so hot. <laughs> and you and in Florida. Florida. And you in Florida. Florida. Uh-uh, girl, you gotta get you a bob. Girl, no, it wasn't even a bob. It was a no, hat itself. I said you need to get you a bob. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, Florida. okay, yeah. Because listen, okay, come on here, come on here, come on here. <laughs> Yeah, you had me so dead. <laughs> Girl. Well, Khadijah, I don't listen. Oh, I feel like you are like we're like cousins right now, okay, girl? <laughs> like old like, friends forget, catching forget, up. Listen, forget a friend. We are cousins. We, you know, we just listen. We just I, I lived in a different state for a while. Oh. <laughs> you know, our mama is the first cousin. You know, I think, it's, I think it's you being from Philly and I'm from Delaware and I spent all my teenage years in Philly partying. Yeah. So that's probably what that is. It's just that um we vibe. Like that tri-state area vibe. The tri-state area vibe. But yeah. whenever I come to Philadelphia, we definitely have to link up. Maybe Ooh. go to Landmark, get some wings. I listen. Hit me up. I don't really be like I don't I don't, don't do be out and either. about much, so I if you hit either, me, girl. like I will make time because I really need to like start putting things on my calendar other than just being in the house with these kids. So listen, me too, <laughs> and we need to get our kids together because I feel like Devin may not be the same age as mine, but they have <laughs> Devin's about a little bit older than her, probably like about 15, yeah. 16. <laughs> Devin, yeah, Devin going on thirty five. That's, <laughs> That's for sure. That's for sure. We gotta get the twins together. Remember we had her doing part of the podcast. She did yes, the, uh, she did the intro, headed yes. down. <laughs> she is so cute and cooking and cooking with Dev. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I love it. We got to get the twins together, of course. Right. <laughs> so, <laughs> but 
We got to get them together. So listen, whenever I drop down in Philly, I will definitely hit you up. I'll let you know in advance so that we can plan accordingly. So whenever I book okay. a flight, I'll let you know. I definitely want to connect with you in person. Want to give my wrap my arms around you. I'm COVID sure. free, so you don't have of to worry course. about that. <laughs> of course, of course, yeah. I'm over but before COVID. we, girl, COVID. Listen, I'm 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 just you know I'm I'm blessed that I was not affected. I'm blessed that my yes. my family, my close yes. family, my grandmother, my my mother, um, were were not affected by it. Um, and I do pray for the families that who whom lost people mm-hmm. because of it. Um, but before we sign out, why don't you drop your every way that that a person can connect with you? So if they want to buy a product from you, if they want to connect with you, you know, through via social media, your your um blog information, please drop it so that we can, you know, have y'all connect with sure. the lady Khadija. Okay, so my personal um Instagram is Deej underscore diaries. So it's at D I J underscore diaries and um my uh, butter bay instagram is at butter bay co b-u-t-t-e-r-b-a-e co c-o um what else pink whiskey the blog page is pink whiskey girl.com um i haven't put up any recent posts lately but if you go back and read the other ones i'm sure you'll like them because they're very Mm -hmm. open and transparent um I think that's all my handles. I think that's everything. And your website, baby. For the Oh, my uh my website is shopbutterbay.com. So if there you, you like go. to buy a, yeah, shopbutterbay.com. Um if you so my vision for this business was um for the melanin mama and baby. So we have uh like belly butter for expecting mothers as well as head to toe moisturizers, but the moisturizers that we have that are the um, body butters, anyone can use them. So if you really like body butters, I have a really good whipped body butter on there that comes in different varieties of scents. Um, so check those out. Those are probably like definitely a top seller is the body butters. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Because they're one of my favorites. Yeah. They're one of my favorites. Well, Khadija, I just want to thank you for your time. Um, you know, I appreciate you. You're such a busy person uh, with being a mother and a, and a business owner. Um, so I just want to thank you so much for this time and this opportunity to interview you, girl. It feels so... I'm glad we finally got to talk, like, really hear each other's voices outside of, like, watching each other's stories. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> I'm definitely... When, we, when we're talking, we're in the inbox. Like <laughs> Right, right, right. But I can definitely... You want to know what's crazy? You can you... hear me talking. I can hear you. <laughs> Because I type how I talk. That's so funny. It's so funny. Because I was like, oh, this is definitely Khadija. Now, last time I was getting your inbox, I'm like, um, you not Khadija. Tasha says it to me all the time. Tasha says it to me all the time. She'd be like, Girl. I can hear you saying that. <laughs> yeah, I can definitely hear you. Like, like when I'm reading, I just be cracking up like, she is crazy. But again, thank you so much for your time. I appreciate you. This will be airing on um, Saturday okay. um, at 10 a.m. So if you want to tell your audience, your community about Hair Plus God and, you know, bring yeah. them to the platform, then just, you know, just tag us. Let us know that you enjoyed your time with your host today, Saida Sharae. Okay. <laughs> All right, girl. Thank you so much. I love and adore you. I'll talk to you uh, soon. Okay. You, okay. Bye. All right. Bye.